been a while since we've done this podcast. Yeah. Do you like that? I did. I didn't know that's the direction you were going to go. Yeah. It's always, I I always want to go there. To Creed? Is that Creed? I, you know what? Don't (laughs) quote me on that. I mean, my impression sounds like I'm doing a Creed impression. Yeah. No, that is Creed, I think. Okay. Is Creed, like, actually, isn't, like, the guy actually, like, nice or something? I think what happened was, isn't Creed the band that, like, their fans, he got so fucked up that the the kids at the concert, the kids at the concert, what am I talking about? Um, At the concert? (laughs) The Creed concert? (laughs) There was, like, one band in the 90s, because this happened in Chicago, so I, like, I remember it vaguely from youth, and I think it was Creed that he was so fucked up, the front, frontman that he, um, like, couldn't, like, physically couldn't perform, was, like, stumbling around, didn't remember yeah, the lyrics, sure. like, that Badass, I, really cool stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they, they did a class action against the band. Like, that is so fucked up. And they were, like, we paid, whatever, it's the no. 90s, they're, like, we paid $12, man. Y'all don't know how bad it's gonna get. Well, that's that audience for Creed in the nineties. You, you know guys what the thing no is? Idea. Is they're probably still riding that class action money. You know, you get residuals for class action. <laughs> <laughs> they get a three Coast cent check it. in the mail. Coast um, hey everybody, welcome to Foh. I'm Lillian Devane. <laughs> I'm Kelly Sullivan, and uh, we're back after a summer break to this service industry centric podcast. That's right. Outlet. That's right. Mm-hmm. Exciting stuff. Oh, yeah. We're talking Creed. We're talking <laughs> natural wine. We're talking... Got it all, baby. Oh. Yeah. Um, a lot's been happening. What's been going on with you, Kelly, personally speaking, in the last two weeks? In the last two weeks, um, you know, uh, obviously I moved. Lillian helped me move. It was the hottest day possibly ever. on record on, on record. record on record <laughs> climate scientists were shocked yeah. um it is i lived in a an apartment on the first floor of a building and so it was like you know moving in which i did like three years ago but um very easy like anytime i've had to move furniture like you know whatever it's like it, you just walk out onto the street even like you know whatever yeah. But then this apartment that I moved into is, like, it's a brownstone, so you have to go up to get to the brownstone, and then it's, like, another flight of stairs. And they're, like, kind of steep. Ah, yeah. And uh, it was just a very, like, sweaty, intense experience. I felt it was very intense. It was kind of like, I like extreme experiences, so (laughs) I felt (laughs) like, I was, like, so, because, I you know, I'm not, it's not often that I... It gets sweaty ever, and then you know through like extra like you know physical. You only do that during sex. No, you know what I mean. <laughs> Walking down the street sweating is different than like carrying heavy things yeah, sure. sweating. Yeah. So I felt that I was like, oh my god, am I going to faint? I feel I'm. I've been working so hard and might faint in this heat. And then I felt really cool and tough, like the sweat dried, and I was yeah. like, time for a working man's pale lunch. There was um. There was a moment we were moving this, like, butcher block kitchen thing that I have, and it's very heavy, and this guy, like, on the street was, like, (laughs) 
we were like paused for a second and he was like do you guys need help like what's going on here <laughs> and we were like yes please like help us and uh, we paused because i was laughing too hard carrying yeah. it yeah and but it was very heavy and it was very yeah. nice that he stopped to help it wasn't like we were like oh we physically can't lift this thing but no i was just being an idiot it was very nice that he stopped and help and um and then we were like lifting it up and i was helping you know, it was me and him. And he was like, you're very strong. It's kind of turning me on how strong you are. And I was like, oh, thank you. It's great motivation for having someone keep continue to lift a heavy object. I know. I was like, stick around, buddy. This guy should be a life coach or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a wild day, but it was, uh, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. That's cool. And you're getting settled getting settled yeah there's like a few more things that i gotta do but overall easy move getting settled great you know whatever um i feel like in i don't know i think it's maybe like the that we are all around each other again but i have been getting in addition to this man saying i'm so strong i feel like in service i've been getting more or maybe it's just the the (laughs) being in a bar versus a restaurant i don't know but I've been getting a lot more, like, uh, physical compliments at work, uh-huh. you know? That's cool. And I told Lillian this already, but the other night, um, this woman, a couple drinks in, was like, I'm just, like, so psyched to see that you're not wearing a bra, girl. <laughs> and I was like, thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that kind of weird body cheerleading (laughs) it was so funny and then another table like commented on it and they were like yes amazing and i was like i'm glad that my titties are so saggy that everyone has noticed i'm not wearing a bra yeah literally (laughs) (laughs) they're like i don't care what anyone says about you (laughs) don't listen to this table because they've been talking (laughs) shit about your tits all night and i think it's really fucked up of them because I think they're beautiful. No one else does, but I do. I think they're beautiful. I actually think it's really unique and special that your nipples point to the ground. I like that. I personally think it's chic. Um, yeah, that's so funny. I would die. Um, I, I mean, I was dying laughing. I was like, yeah, you, that's, you're so sweet. Middle school all over again. I know. It's like, yeah. you're so sweet to mention it. Thank you. <laughs> I wish someone was talking about my body in public. I mean, anytime, Lillian. <laughs> anytime. Great. I know I have you. Yeah. Um, cool. That sounds fun. Yeah. How are you? How are you doing? <laughs> Thanks. Um, I'm fine. What have I been doing? Um, I got some great stuff in the mail. I got my antidepressants, which... For those of you who want to take Wellbutrin, you can just buy uh, Zyban uh, from any shady company online, and they will send you that. It's the same identical medication. Just a little tip. A little tip. So I'm, Generic. I've got antidepressants coursing through my veins mm-hmm. um, at twice twice the amount I had been on, so I feel great. Wow. Um, and I, I, uh, what else? I dyed my hair with a home hair kit. Haven't done that in 10 years. Oh, wait, let me see. I just did my roots. There's just like, it's really like, oh, it's subtle. subtle. It's subtle. Yeah. It looks good. But I was really worried about it because they, you know, they're bad for you. Um, the, the dye is very hard. Like a lot of them, the box one's really harsh and it like fucks up your hair. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. 
That's why I go to a salon. And also they just, anyways, but everyone who dyes their hair, you can go to Madison Reed. This isn't a sponsored podcast thing, even though they are on every podcast, but it's good. Uh, it works. Yeah. Do recommend. Um, and then I've just been kind of hanging out on the Real Housewives Reddit, educating yeah. people about water pills. Because I guess Sonia's taking water pills this season, and everyone's like, what is this? This is so fucked up. I'm like, ladies, ladies. Like 101 level shit, Let girls. me talk to you about diuretics, because everyone's freaking out. And then I got scolded. Everyone's like, you shouldn't do that. And I was like, I'm good, thanks. Like, really started some shit. Stir in the pot. You're the straw that I'm, stirs I'm, the drink I'm... now. <laughs> How do people... It's just, you know, I guess not everybody grew up in a pro-Anna household in the 90s, so I can't really blame them. I mean, I mentioned that uh, to a friend of mine's mom. She was like, you know, if you're bloated, you can do some yoga. I was like, I would just take a diuretic. And she was like, oh my god. She's so scandalized. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, they used to put it in a combo. I think there was, like, a diet pill that was... You know, amphetamines, methamphetamines, uh, and this, and something else that was, like, really bad for you, obviously, and would probably kill you, but it got the energy and the water weight. Genius. Of course. Look what it did for Anna Nicole Smith. She she is having the time of... Okay, well... mm. Um, I don't know. Oh, boy. Um, (laughs) Yeah, anyways, I don't know. Vanderpump rules, I'm into it, everybody. She finally got into it, folks. Yeah, I forced myself... You know, I could have been sort of reading books or learning something new, but I said I'm going to join the movement of Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, thank God. Mm-hmm. Thank God. So you can expect a Patreon coming to you. Yeah. You just got to the part where James is talking to his mom, who's his mom is... Yeah, James is my favorite. It's, it's a... He's our favorite. He's our favorite. He's so so starkly relatable but um his mom is such a like wait is it the monologue where she's like you took your first steps at tiffany's no oh my god wait for that okay okay that's see this is like the camp factor that i miss like that's what i love about real housewives and vanderpump is not they don't have as many characters except when the moms come in which is just the moms are incredible on vanderpump and it's like a firefighter mom who's like oh thomas like (laughs) it's they're all great it's like it is the the kind of mom that that primes you to have the psychology that you would agree to go on a reality show is obviously primo viewing on said reality show every single time every single time they don't miss um yeah, between that and the Sharktivity app, I have been busy. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, shark attacks are, like, really up this summer, which is crazy because it's one of my greatest fears. Yeah, don't go to the Cape. I would recommend not going to the Outer Cape during um, the month of August, yeah, especially. Yeah, from that one. Yeah, just don't go. Go early. You know, preseason. Um, um, I would never... No one has ever suggested that I go to the Cape. Okay, well, we're going to go next summer. We're going next summer. It's big. Oh, okay, great. great. I don't have, like, um, you know, it's like, I'm not, you, I'm not getting invited to the Cape. No one's saying bring, bring old Kelly to the Cape house. I am. Yeah. Um, well, anyways, Shark, Sharktivity is the only app I let send me push notifications, so. That is hilarious. That is so fucking funny. Only thing that's popping up on my screen in real time. Anyways, um, what else? Uh, not too much else. Oh, we should talk about our 
our uh, event this week. Oh, yeah, yeah. We are doing a gorgeous pop-up with our friends Sadie and Anthony. Mm-hmm. We um, love them. We love them. They have... Um, they do little uh, events. They have their own kind of brand. Existing. Yeah, they make delicious Vietnamese street food, which is a lot of fun. Which you've had. I have not had it yet. It's so good. Yeah. Um, I love. But we're combining forces. Me too. We're yeah. combining forces and doing a fun collab. event collab project. Um, Friday and Saturday, if you live in New York, uh, uh, at Marcos. At, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which is right off the Kajusco J. Um, mm-hmm. If you're thinking about coming on down, J train, you know, very reliable train. <laughs> and you get to hang out with us with your mask on, which is yeah, not got, as fun, but... They have a huge backyard, and I feel like they have, like, you know, they have cornhole and stuff, and... Oh, they do. Um, yeah. Okay, well... We'll ignore the cornhole and <laughs> talk to each other instead. It's a great um, date spot. I used to go on dates there in a previous life. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're fundraising for good reasons. And uh, yeah. yeah, more details to come, but you should just come anyways and hang out and yeah. get some delicious food. They have multiple kinds of frozen drinks and regular drinks too. I'm going to be hammered guaranteed. Yeah, we'll be hammered by 9 o'clock. Yeah, if you want to see that, come around 9. Come around 9. I think we're going till 10 o'clock, but we'll be... Yeah. By 10, we'll be fully blacked out. By 9, we'll be hammered. <laughs> it's 5 to 10 Friday and Saturday. Right. And that's... Every hour is a increasing terror alert. You know what I mean? <laughs> the threat level orange, you know, around 9 o'clock. Absolutely. So stay tuned. Gonna be gonna be a lot of fun. Maybe I'll bring t-shirts or something. Oh yeah, that'd be great. I'll if you bring... guys haven't, yeah, haven't gotten a t-shirt and you want one, come and I'm gonna sell them at a severe discount so I get them out of my apartment. Yeah, I um I was gonna have our friend read my tarot cards, but uh, I forgot to do that this week. That's just an update on me. Next time. Next week. Next week. Aaron, I'm coming for ya. Hell yeah. Um. Cool. Well, anyways, that's that. That's all of the info that you need to get caught up to us. Yeah, that's true. In our, in our world. Um, so, lot going on in the... We took the, like, most... Worst. Worst two weeks off ever. Like, I was like, yeah, it's... All, like, that's the thing is... Normal cycle of New York life, August is a true void. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I was like, this is an easy two weeks to take off. Um, no problem. No, huge problem. Immediately, huge problem. 18 huge stories broke. Yeah, it was hard. I was like, this sucks, because I would like to talk about it. Yeah. And uh, with you guys. But and We uh, also both have the two worst memories in the world. So even, like, this morning, we were like, so, like, what all happened? What do we need to run over? And we were both like... <laughs> Meanwhile, the last two weeks, we've just, like, texting every day, like, oh, my fucking God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. It's like. Yeah, it's fucking whatever. Um, We both have depression and ADHD, so we know what that does to people's brains, according to Twitter. Uh, (laughs) um, It's the memory loss is so bad that the same tweet goes viral every three months. And yeah, it's the first time. And yeah, I experience it fresh, fresh every time. Um, so 
first off, we can talk a little bit, touch on the Bonap stuff. Bonap. There's been a new a new wave of craziness. Um, Sola, Priya, and Mark. Is that a person in the Bon Appetit world? Did I make that up? Um. No, I don't. You know, I don't know their yeah, the, yeah. the universe. Uh, oh, sorry, Rick. Yeah, not Mark. Rick. Um, they all just announced that they are leaving the, basically the Condé Nast entertainment portion of Bon Appetit. So they're not doing videos anymore. Yeah. So the um, the YouTube channel and the magazine are separate, like proprietary. You know, whatever. Blah, like blah. Bon Appetit's still under Condé Nast, but it's a different. Yeah. And, yeah, but the YouTube is, like, a different thing. So they were right. like, we're not producing video content anymore. And then immediately after, a couple other people, including Gabby and Molly, um, were like, we're not either. The re- right. I think part of the reason that it's interesting is that those five people, to me, are five of the most serious cooks. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Because there are some people who are, like, true, just, like, personalities. Right. But, like, Sola specifically, but Gabby, too, and, yeah, Rick, too. Like, they're pre... Like, they're all... Those are all really serious cooks. Like, it's not, like, Brad being, like, oh, I'm not doing it anymore. It's, like, Brad doesn't... I've never seen him cook a day in my life. Yeah. Well, basically, this all came after weeks and weeks and weeks of contract negotiations, and also fucking Anna Wintour who's like the head of the like diversity committee or whatever which is like you know you know the joke um she's such a fucking psycho anyways but they hired um like a firm that basically represents like huge companies to like investigate to see if there's any racial discrimination in pay and guess what they found none there was none actually isn't that interesting that's so lucky so lucky so I mean thank god that that wasn't even happening and all of this is fake um, wait, the name of the, I, I wrote down the name of the fucking firm because it's so evil sounding. That it's at that Pro Scour, it's Pro Scour Rose, evil firm, right smack dab in Midtown, represents the worst people. It represents corporations. Yeah. So, anyways, um, so they were like, wow, fuck you. You can't even give us literally, like, I don't know the exact numbers, but from what I understand, it's just like, they were just looking to be paid as much as the white people. And they were like, no. Yeah. Because (laughs) so what the, the kind of issue was, is that like a lot of people were, um, who were creating videos were like the white people were, it was like a two tier system where like Brad, Carla, Molly, and, um, the one who I don't like. Claire. Claire. Um, were it was built into their contract so they got a salary bump based on that but then everyone and they have like yeah they have like mandatory like 60 video appearances or something like that yeah and then everyone else it was um per video but then those fees per video were like teensy like it was literally there like was 300 dollars. yeah which crazy. is like what my day rate is like are you kidding me yeah. like yeah yeah it's crazy it's crazy yeah, basically yeah, I mean, it's obviously, yeah, it's, it's, the devil's in those details of all of that stuff. Um, so, and then two black editors also left yesterday, I Yeah, think. and um, Hudsey, who everyone loves. Right. The video editor. 
Mm-hmm. He's he back. Left. He was... No, I think he left. He left again? Probably. <laughs> he. They rehired him and Alex Delaney. They're both off their suspension. But Hunzi, they don't, I don't know if he's going to stick it out or not. But. Oh, okay. Yeah. But... Good, so, good old your boy Alex Delaney's back, so don't worry about it. Oh God, you know, drag <laughs> me through the streets, drag me through the streets. I, I'm just, I'm, um, you know, everyone watches The Sopranos and they're not canceled, and I want to fuck a guy from South Jersey one single time, and I'm, you know, I'm being ripped to shreds. Don't bring The Sopranos yeah. into this because yeah, there's I a will. world of fucking I difference. Will. There's I a will. world of difference. How dare you? I will. Um, How dare you drag our soldier, Michael Imperioli, Christopher? Yeah. Um, <laughs> every story, it's Michael Imperioli is like. Is there anyone better? Every story that comes out about him is... Perfection. Delightful. Yeah, we love him so much. Um, anyway, Anyways. It's just funny, <laughs> as we've discussed on this podcast with, like, other other brands and other companies, it's, like, the, the idea that, like... <laughs> like, Condé Nast sabotaging themselves because they're not <laughs> willing to pay, like half a dozen people fairly like is hilarious they're already in the fucking it's like even just as again this is all comes down to like even as fucking cynical PR why wouldn't you just fucking do it oh yeah oh yeah I mean it's very like democratic party being like nope we're not backing weed legalization it's like I just spilled coffee on my white sheets Oh. oh no uh, it's okay. Um, okay. Howie, um, to myself. Um, <laughs> um, it's just very, like, it's so funny, like, all these old institutions that are so, like, the racism is so entrenched and the classism is so entrenched that they will not give one fucking inch no. to their own benefit. Mm-hmm to sustain themselves, to make themselves relevant for, like, Condé Nast, your shit is dead and gone, and you found a weird, one weird hack to make yourself relevant for 15 more minutes. Doctors hate you. Which was a YouTube channel which featured, like, new content from new personalities, and then that that would cost you maybe half a million dollars to sustain. You're like, hell no. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. It's crazy. It's like Anna Wintour. Like, I'm sorry, you think, like, Vogue? Like, what the fuck is that? Vogue? I mean, I used to have a Vogue subscription, but it's mostly ads and perfume. And it sucks, so. Whatever. 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 I started uh, reading that New York Mag- New York Times Magazine article about sweatpants, but I didn't finish it. It's about how fashion's done. Oh, yeah. Suckers. <laughs> um... <laughs> like following the footsteps of Lillian and Kelly from FOH, fashion's over. Fashion's um, done. It's done. <laughs> they were just talking about brand. You know, one needs to buy clothing. I don't know. Like well, I said, yeah, I but no, there's. <laughs> I well, obviously they're like, yeah, nobody's. You, you're not going out. There's nobody to dress for. Like you can't. Like you know what I mean. Like nobody's like, buying expensive like gowns and shit. Cause like, wh- you know, where are you going? Maybe the island where they play the most dangerous game if you're really rich. But besides that, where is there to dress up, you know? So true. So true and wise, actually. Yeah. Anyways. 
Um, yeah, so Bon Appetit collapsing faster than it already was. Crazy. Faster than a souffle? Uh, <laughs> you know? I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I liked that. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just funny, and it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable that anyone thinks of these things as, like, institutions, that they think of themselves as institutions. Kill yourself. Anna Wintour, kill yourself. Challenge. (laughs) Anna Wintour, kill yourself challenge. (laughs) Um, (laughs) She's such a fascinating creature, even though she is evil. I mean, you can't help it. Someone who's had the same haircut for 60 years, it's like, I want to know more. That's well, crazy. that's going to be me with these little turf things. God willing, it won't be. Um, I mean, what am I supposed to... I can't... Do you... Can my we, face is a straight-up rectangle. It looks like a fucking window unit. Okay. So putting a straight edge on top of the rectangle is better? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. I... Well, this long bangs is not for me. That's that's a thin woman's game. I didn't... Did I... Did, where did... Let's roll back the tapes. Where did I mention long bangs? Yeah, I know what you think. No, you don't. I'm a mystery. (laughs) (laughs) I have to have bangs because if I don't, it's like my face is not, it's, it's, it looks so weird. It's so long and, and rectangle. Which is why, why are you putting more angles on it? I don't understand. It cuts, it's, it's like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're bisecting the triangle. Well, it makes you think that the, my, I, I my, my face is a normal size because you're like oh it's actually just this but actually it's this madness no absolute madness i'm right madness trust me Um. (laughs) the hours one time i was on acid did i ever tell you this one time i was Uh, on acid in college and i was like i'm gonna go to the mirror and i'm gonna make every facial expression that it is possible to make oh my god no (laughs) to see to know what i look like at every moment of the day that's a was you were you in college of course yeah that's a very college thing to want to know yeah i mean freshman year of college just standing like you're like wait who am i yeah (laughs) Look like one of those I took a selfie every day for two years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I made somebody take me to the emergency room because I thought my bones were poking into my organs. So <laughs> yeah, that we've is all so done funny. shit like that. that so, so it's, you know, funny. college is bad and I wish I'd never gone. Um, anyways, um, I'm happy to- because I found out what I look like at every moment of keynote. You know I mean, I'm happy I went. And that's when you, that you were on acid when you said, I need to have these tiny bangs for the rest of my life. Clearly. <laughs> um, Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> All right. Next All right. subject. Moving on. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So what we really wanted to talk about today was Valentina Pasolacqua, one of the huge, one of the unforgettable things that happened in the two weeks. <laughs> that we were away. This is going to be on the 2020 countdown on New Year's Eve. You know, top top 20, you know, we got who does it now? Ryan Seacrest is going to be talking about it. Ryan Seacrest. Fuck him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those of you who aren't in the natural wine world, uh, you're very lucky. And... But this was an interesting thing that happened. It involves uh, agriculture and labor in Italy. Puglia. Puglia. Uh, a woman in a man's world of Puglia. 
Um, so apparently, which I didn't know, but uh, Puglia has some of the worst labor violations of anywhere in Italy because I think it is at the southern. It's the heel. It's the heel of the boot, right? Yeah. So they yeah. import a ton of West African labor and mm-hmm. um, Albanian Eastern labor. European. Yeah. yeah. And um, and they're all like all of those laborers for the most part are kept in horrible, horrible. Um, physical structures and in horrible labor contracts and it's like essentially slave labor. Yeah, it's called caporalato. What is it? Cap- caporalato? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. But it's basically an intermediate uh, like, it's basically like organized crime like quote-unquote hires these workers for the like you know, upstanding vineyards and farms. So they don't really, they're not really tied to it on paper. And then they also like charge people for bottles of water while they're working 16 hour days in the blazing heat for maybe $16 or 20 bucks or something. Yeah. So it's like, and then it's like you're, you're kept in these like, um, tents, like tents and you can't physically leave. And, um, it's just like, it's endemic to the region, apparently. And that's the other thing. And so this story, like, broke, and Valentina Pasolacqua's dad was indicted by the Italian courts, which you have to do something really bad to get yeah, in trouble. Yeah, they do and, not give a shit. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's yeah. the same thing here. It's like, have you ever heard of any farm being, like, indicted for, like, bad labor practices? Right. Like, no. You yeah, know? that's all we do here, is that. Yeah. Um, I mean take a look at Amanda Knox you know it had to be really bad wow so true so true I Wait, think she real did quick. it do you think she did it I think she did it bro she did not do that I think I think she did it you I mean talk about corrupt Italian police are you fucking kidding me no anyways but in this case they did an okay job I guess yeah Oh my um, God. You know why I think she did it based on one tweet when the Netflix documentary came out in like whatever year that was like 2014 and someone tweeted and they were like, wow, she has really dead eyes in that documentary. I think she might've done it. And I was never watched the documentary. I was like, definitely true. She did it. Fucking, okay. Kelly, this, no, this is why. <laughs> no. Okay. Anyways, we'll talk about this later. Amanda <laughs> Knox. Cause we need Foxy, Foxy Noxy, you know, deserves her own her own day in court um she got it she got her day in court did she <laughs> yes yes very literally yes um anyway so so she basically valentina tried to distance herself from her father when this initially broke being like oh my we do not have you know this is and she was like we've fought for years which is also so funny to me as a defense just being like oh my god my dad yeah he's such a bad guy i hate him even though he gave her like he basically bought all of this stuff for her and she had a a 25 percent stake in his right vineyards in his and his farm label So she was like, I have a separate label, I have separate land, I have separate labor practices, which basically, like, a bunch of people in in the natural wine world, like, raised the point. They were like, you have, like, she has a very small amount of land, and they're like, to think, like, you're asking us to believe that you hire a separate labor force for eight hectares 
and it's completely separate from your dad's labor force, which is like the adjoining, like your dad gave right. you this land from his vineyard. It's the adjoining right. vineyard. You have a stake in his, in his label, but there's totally separate labor contracts. Can I tell you reading that? So glue glue magazine, uh, was really, you know, pivotal in this. They were producing all sorts of Italian documents in mm-hmm. a shocking way that I was like, don't know what's going on, but oh my God. Um, <clears throat> And I, I read the comments constantly on everything because they're the best part. But the so somebody there's like people arguing that they were like, OK, so like we're going to like, you know, indict a woman for something a man did. And then somebody which is like a hilarious take. And then also someone was like, OK, so you saying that Italian families are close is actually racist. Hell that's yeah. Like, which I was like, yes, this is what I'm here for. Hell like prejudice yeah. against Italians is real um <laughs> as i wrote in my last newsletter you know you know what i think of the italians subscribe Just to it. the ten dollar patreon tier for my takes on italians versus irish people that are both are right and not racist takes. yeah i yeah you can maybe guess kelly's opinion on that um <laughs> for you for free um but please do subscribe you can guess uh, it for free <laughs> free of charge guess um yeah I mean I just love being like okay so like she's a girl boss first of all and second of all you implying that Italian families are unusually close is racist so um and then I forget who fucking clung on like somebody was clinging on to this her to her innocence until the very last second she was getting dragged it was a whole thing yeah there's like a lot it's also like it's funny um Zev who's like a big wine importer in New York he's was, hot um yeah he is hot um, it's like one of those things where it's like people's certain people's physicality are just like I hate Mamma Mia as they say Mamma Mia I said when I Ooh. saw him for the first time I took time. a wine class with him a couple of years oh, ago oh god I couldn't handle a whole wine class oh my god no I was freaking out um <laughs> slip sliding around <laughs> okay wet ass pussy Lillian it's in the lexicon now it is it's true okay it's allowed thank you mm-hmm. um and you're like wet and gushy wet and gushy lillian um <laughs> wet and gushy is so much fouler than wet ass pussy i'm not the I first know, to totally say that is. but it's like crazy that that's like the radio edit it's like oh my yeah, god yeah it's very crazy um also people were tweeting about how jordan like kylie was in that video but jordan yeah. woods wasn't uh-huh. um and then someone tweeted uh jordan woods is thicker than a gorilla exhibit glass like and she uh, she put it on her Instagram. It's a carousel of picture of her, and then that tweet. I was like, die. That is so funny. I said, Jordan, that's very wet ass pussy energy. It is. Um. Anywho. Um. Zev. Zev. Sorry. It's like where, where was I? Lost in a dream. Um. <laughs> well, a lot of the importers, in, a, a couple of importers in New York were. They dropped her and yeah. like dropped her wines and. Zev on the was floor. like, um, smash the bottles. Um, two funny things about Zev to me, which is first he put out this statement and he was like, I will not be carrying her wines anymore. Like fuck her like this, that, and the other, um, which is like correct in my opinion. And then put, and then I guess lots of people were like, yeah, Puglia is like one of the worst reasons for labor violations. Also like, especially in natural wine farming, like all of the vineyards are like 
the laborers talked to each other and the vineyards talked to each other, they were like, this was, like, a known thing if you had done 15 seconds of research. And he had to, like, put out a second statement where he's like, you're right, and you know what, maybe I could do more research. And it was, like, very funny, like, you put yourself in this position, and we've done it a time or two ourselves, you put yourself in your in the position where you're like the woke scold and then it's like someone's like you're an idiot and you're like okay so upon further okay. reflection <laughs> so i was dying at that um i said very relatable zev and um because i think the appropriate thing to say is just like we and lots of other people have raised this point it's like we take this very pastoral view especially of natural wine production and we say this is the people's right. wine and we're returning right. wine to the people and erase all the labor that goes into its creation. Be- and because natural wine a lot of time is hand-picked and it's like, well, literally who is picking that? <laughs> yeah, whose hands, babe? Hoops. Hoops hands. hands. Um, but then yeah. Zev was like, we're going to keep selling because we just bought, it was like so funny, he was like, we just bought a bunch of wine from Pasolacqua <laughs> and so he's like, I'm going to sell it and I'm going to donate the profits to an American NGO that, like, fights for, like, labor, blah, blah. Mm. And I was, like, I'm screaming, and that's just, like... But it is, like, we're all put in this trick bag. Like, I don't blame him in particular, but it's, like, NGOs themselves have, like, a very insidious yes. legacy of colonialism, of, uh-huh. like, reinscribing right. these, like, fucking yes. problems, and that the solution that presents itself is that it's, like, no, well, I'm just going it- to give it to the fucking... Oh my god! No, and it's so. It's I'm so on bad. the board of a 501c3, so it's not like I'm. I'm not. I'm not perfect either. Um, I think a 501c created for mutual aid. It's obviously that's different. Um, you're like, well, I am following it, but um, I mean, <laughs> might as well. Um, anyways, yeah. I mean, I think it's it's also. I mean, ugh, fucking daylight dollar short. But it is like if these importers are gonna be representing these wines like yeah you should fucking know something about what's going on and just because when you visit the fucking vineyard and they fucking treat you to like a gorgeous you know sprawling lunch with farmer's cheese and get you drunk and you think that this place is ethical for some reason because they fucking wine and dine you like you're an idiot look a little bit fucking harder you know it's just yeah so i think the romanticism is obviously has has long outweighed and you know, the actual practice and, uh, yeah. And I mean, it's hard to like, it's hard because we're talking about like the, I mean, the, the, the levels, the history of like wine being like vaunted as, um, like its own particular, like of its own particular import, like importance is like that in and of itself is like this, like, colonialist like the grapes from these certain regions and like the old world versus the new world and then it's mm-hmm. like a lot of wine is produced in like the colonizing states and like the reason we think of wine sure. is important is because of those histories of colonization sure. and then they import the labor from the global south and it's like it does create this like impossible dynamics like work your way out of because it's about like colonization right. and nation states and power and debt and you know what I mean? Like it. Yeah. No. We're, we're basically fucked. Yes, for sure. For sure. I mean, 
I don't know. Everyone's working harvest, though, this, this year, so... Oh, my God, yeah. Everyone who can get out of the U.S. right now is going to work harvest, so we're actually... We are actually subverting that system now. <laughs> God, I'm so Every jealous. Brooklynite who can leave leave the United States is going to Italy to work harvest this fall. Yeah, that's true. See. <laughs> Saving a ton of Eritreans, and you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I also, like, it's so funny to me, like, wine people are so annoying, ultimately, and then to watch them, like, do a takedown was so funny. I was like, oh, the cultures are so different. It really cracks me up. Um, yeah, it's, um, it's hard, too, because, like, again, and, and I think that was what Glue Glue was saying, is that they were like, no one wants to be too harsh in condemning this because they don't want to hurt their fucking bottom line. Yeah. And everyone wants to, like, be able to... T- also, I was dying the way that the Times was covering it. Did you read that, Ugh, Eric Yes, Osmond? I did. I mean, the Times can't say anything because they're fucking... <laughs> they're, like, they love it. You know what yeah, I mean? They They course. love slave labor. Are you kidding me? They... I mean, as a proud subscriber, as I often say. Same. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, Rail on the failing New York Times every day of my life and then get it delivered. I was dying because they said there was this particular line that I wanted to highlight. Oh, it was this. But over the last month, many people in natural wine circles using the social justice language of 2020 turned on her. I was like, the social justice language. Oh my God. We're talking about fucking slave labor. And they're like, (laughs) they're like, these SJWs. What the fuck? That is crazy. I know, I know. Yeah, no one's ever talked about fucking no it's labor just, rights or... It's yeah. like the absolute disdain that the Times has for, like, literally anyone who isn't their, like, shining star reader. They're like, natural wine people get fucked. <laughs> Oppressed people get fucked. Like, they're just like, they can't, they can't choose who they hate more. They're like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, everyone took that opportunity to be like, also, her wines suck. I was like, okay. They're objectively um, good. I mean, <laughs> I like them, but everyone's like, and can we actually say, you know, that they suck now? I'm like, I don't know. I, I like them I fine. Like them. Yeah. Um, I think they're good wines. They're good, like, chuggable. Like, they're not like. No, it's not like. Challenge me or something. But I know, whatever. but I was like, what? Who cares? Shut up. Just drink it. Get drunk. God. I'm so um, glad I don't have to deal with wine people day to day anymore. <sighs> um, soon, though, probably I will have to. And I love you guys so much. You're so smart and you have so much to teach me. <clears throat> um, I mean, I do. I mean, I do. That's the fucked up thing is I do enjoy service and I do like working, but it's like the dynamics are fucked. Very fucked. Yeah. <sighs> well, that's why we're creating a new world with our pop-up <laughs> so true so true oh man um okay well i think we've covered it let's move on to let's wrap it up before we say something that gets us canceled part six thousand. whatever um we have been absolutely bleeding patrons, um, but you know what? It's fine. Nobody has any money, and we understand. Um, hopefully that's the reason that you stopped. Um, 
no shade at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that said, maybe we should record a Patreon episode soon so everyone stops. Um, okay. Let's see. Where Speak are we left it. off? Speak on it. Uh, we got Pete. Pete. Wow. I oh, always thought I was going to marry someone named Peter. It's, you, it's not too late. No, I know. I'm just saying. Okay. Pete, watch out. Pete, watch your back. Kelly's coming If you start you. going by Peter, I'm going to sink out. my You're little out. hooks into your... Wait, Peter. Is Peter's preferable? Peter's per- I think Kelly and Peter, that sounds so nice as a couple, doesn't it? Oh, maybe, yeah. That... Maybe if I had stayed in Chicago, that would be, you know. Well, I'll keep I don't my... Know. In, uh... in, in New York, am I going to marry a Peter? I don't know. Yeah, I'll keep my ear to the ground. Um, Okay, Pete, thank you. Um, In New York, I'm going to marry that lesbian painter that Samantha dates who makes her, like, run her hands through red paint or something. No, she was crazy. Mm. Okay, um, Rob. Rob. I think is new also. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you and welcome. Stole my heart, Rob. Wow. Okay. Um, And then Kaylee. Kaylee. Thank you. A fun name, too. A, f- a good time gal. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and I think that is it. We that had some up. It. We had some ups uh, up, in the, up in the patrons, which we appreciate if you want to, you know, get to the next Dodd tier of FOH content. Um, what else? Come to our pop-up. Review, rate, and subscribe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. Do whatever know. you want. Yeah. We love you. We love you and goodbye. Goodbye.